Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hi, my name is Mindy, and God is so delighted that you're here. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and just be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for what He's done, is doing, and will do. Don't hesitate to tell Him what's bothering you, what's distracting you. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by our Holy Spirit, that in all the prayers and occupations of our life, we may not forget you, but may remember that we're ever walking in your sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, as I read your words in scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you'll lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Our reading is Luke 6, 12 through 49. The 12 Apostles. In these days he went out to the mountain to pray, and all night he continued in prayer to God. And when day came, he called his disciples and chose from them twelve, whom he named apostles, Simon, whom he named Peter, and Andrew his brother, and James and John, and Philip and Bartholomew, and Matthew and Thomas, and James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon who was called the Zealot, and Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot who became a traitor. Jesus ministers to a great multitude. And he came down with them and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. And all the crowd sought to touch him, for power came out from him and healed them all the Beatitudes. And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you and revile you and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. 
Rejoice in that day and leap for joy. For behold, your reward is great in heaven. For so their fathers did to the prophets. Jesus pronounces woes. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you shall be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when all people speak well of you, for so their fathers did to the false prophets. Love your enemies. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who begs from you. And from one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. If you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to get back the same amount. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for He is King to the ungrateful and the evil. He is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. Judging others. Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put in your lap. For the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. He also told them a parable. Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take out the speck that's in your eye, when you yourself do not see the log that's in your own eye. You hypocrite! First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck that is in your brother's eye. A tree and its fruit. For no good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. For each tree is known by its fruit. For figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Build your house on the rock. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, it immediately fell and the ruin of that house was great. 
This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I see a common thread through all of these pieces of Jesus' sermon. Humility. The people who came to him to be healed needed only to believe that he would, to touch his garment and receive his healing. They had to humble themselves to know how much they needed him. Being poor in spirit means humbling ourselves to know how needy we are. Luke isn't communicating about being poor in riches, finances, or resources, but being humbled by neediness. Oh, how we need him so much. How do you show your neediness for Jesus? Jesus talks about others hating us for loving him and how we will experience hardships. God never promised his followers lives without pain. The Beatitudes section tells us that we indeed will feel sorrow and be hated, and we will in turn be blessed by it because our reward in heaven is great. Do you really live your life like you believe that? I know I rarely do. Lord, help us. When Jesus talks to us about loving our enemies, it takes humility to know that we are no better than they are, that only Jesus perfectly walked this earth. In fact, Even the ones who straight up abuse us deserve our love. And actually, we deserve nothing but death. It's so easy for Satan to get in there and whisper to us about all the things we quote deserve. Money, comfort, insisting on our rights. But Jesus tells us to lay down our rights because he is our advocate. It takes humility to not judge others and point out the speck in in their eye, to recognize we have issues, not just speck size, but log size in our own lives. Humility in Jesus is the very key to desiring that our logs be removed so that we can help, pray for, and encourage our brothers to have their specks removed too. Humility displays God's work in our lives. Each tree is known for its fruit the way each of us is known by the fruits of the Spirit. Humility is the gateway for these good fruits to make their home in our hearts. Our words are our fruits on display, good or bad. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Are they words dripping in humility? And lastly, the only way to even gain this humility, which seems to fling wide the doors for all of Jesus' work in our lives, is to build our house on the rock, which is Jesus. This means centering our entire lives around him. Jesus says he will show us what we're like. When difficulty comes against us, will everything we profess to believe come crashing down? Or will it cause us to grow even deeper, even more immovable roots in Jesus?
Father. Oh, how we desire this humility in you. Oh, how we want to build our houses on you. Help us to truly see ourselves for who we are and see you for who you are. We know that you change everything. You inspire things in us that we didn't even know could be possible, like really loving our worst enemies. Make us a people who produce good fruit, truly and deeply believe in you for healing. Cover our brothers with your grace and help them to rise up in sanctification. Make us a humble people who listen for your voice in our day-to-day and live like every hardship is a reward. Oh Lord, set a fire deep down in our guts for you. May we be changed and flourish in the life you want for us. We love you and we want to love you more. In Jesus' healing, redemptive, and life-giving name, amen. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.